0: How you going? Good. Pretty, pretty good. I'm recording. Okay. Hello. Welcome. Oh, a bit
1: so is it, we're recording. <laughs> we're this recording. Is, this, yeah. is the, this is the softest start to a, <laughs> yeah. to a podcast possibly ever.
2: Where's the music? Or do you put uh, the
1: music
0: on Yeah, after? it goes in oh, after, yeah.
2: I was looking forward, like, I like that music at the start. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It is cool music. It is good music. I normally do a jingle as well. Do you? I just make it up. Oh, yeah. do you? Nice. Yeah, all right. Should we do it? Yeah, you can do it. <laughs> It's the Cranker Comedy Podcast. This is our current task. We're here with Mark Ryan. Anything will be flying.
2: Oh,
0: Mark Ryan.
2: Nice. I like
0: it. Not sure how yeah, you weren't committed at the start, but then you really got into it. I sort of got into it the more I started (laughs) seeing it. Our
1: guest today is the magnificent, the beautiful, some might say, Mark Ryan. Yeah. Oh, thank you for having it's me on your podcast. Themselves.
2: Yeah. Crank a comedy podcast. Yeah. Yeah.
1: This isn't the mutual admiration society, but you are one of the nicest guys in comedy. Oh, thanks. I think cuz there's a lot of ego going around, isn't there? Let's oh, face it. There's <laughs> there,
2: a There is.
1: And you you could have an ego, but you don't. And that's what makes you so affable and people just like you and Thanks. Yeah, but I mean that's the nature of our game, isn't it? It's just always nice having you in a gig. You're always oh, so friendly. You're really like welcoming to other performers, audience members, and yeah, yeah it's oh. always it has a certain kind of um, genuineness, I guess, when oh. you when you're in the room and yeah.
2: Cool. That's nice to hear. I always that's feel safe as well because <laughs> you are quite a big guy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a on the inside, um, <laughs> like I'm, but don't tell anyone that.
0: <laughs> no. Christopher uh, Warman. Hello. Hello. I'm back. We're back for another week. How are you going, man? Good. Had a pretty cool party on the weekend. Went bowling. Bowling. Yeah. Bowling. Bowling.
2: bowling. When's yeah. the last
0: time you went bowling? Do you remember? I've been bowling in like 10 years, I reckon. Well, you bowled on the weekend.
2: Yeah. Before, before that. Oh, yeah. No, I can't remember the last time I went bowling. Played golf on Friday. Okay. <sighs> are you a golfer? I haven't played golf in ages, but me and, uh, me and Justin Goodall. Oh, yeah. Me and JJ, Justin Goodall, we went golfing. Shout out to Justin Goodall. Justin, I like Justin. He's a good cat. Uh, did my first gig with him. There you go. Second gig as well. Yeah. Um, but I do like Justin and we went and played golf and I did all right. I got a couple of pars. Yeah. Like it was part three. Part three, like, yeah. It's beautiful.
1: I prefer to watch golf. Uh, sorry, to play golf than to watch it. Oh, yeah. I'd prefer to do comedy, yeah, than listen to comedy. Is, I, don't, is, I don't know about that. Is that true? That.
2: No, or probably just because I, I don't. I don't know about you, but I don't actually watch comedy. Like I just, I get bored. I kind of know the tricks. Like I'll be watching a show, and then I'll be like trying to anticipate the setup or the punchline before they get to it, because you can see, you know, the bits and pieces that go together, and you're like, ah, oh, here it comes.
1: The trick is trying to be in the moment even when you're watching. Yeah. But some comedians actually do that. They deliberately don't watch other comics because they don't want to be influenced by anyone else. Um, Other comics have a different philosophy. They want to, like, absorb as much as possible, watch as much. And sometimes that's a good attitude for being inspired, I think. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm sort of... I have to watch a lot of comedy, like yeah, 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 because, yeah. like you know, obviously running the room, like I see a lot of acts, and some performers actually apologize to me. They're like, "I'm sorry, I'm doing the same set. You've probably seen it like ten times," and I'm like, "Don't worry about it. Like, don't worry about me. Worry about the audience as a whole." Yeah. Whole. I'm happy to to listen to your jokes over and over again. Like that's that's totally. It's
2: like listening to music. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And because if a joke's funny, it's funny, right? Yeah. I remember first starting stand up and writing a new five minutes. Every week. But how are you meant to sharpen it? How is it meant to grow? Like
1: Yeah, you've got a hone. It's yeah. gotta be somewhere in your in your um, process.
2: Yeah. That's what's so cool about I guess the cranker is because it's it's not polished, it's not perfect. Like it's just grassroots stand up. We've had some
1: funny ass nights there as well. There was oh. one there was one night where um Eddie Bannon, he was on in the second half and he waited behind I think I was hosting and he waited behind the banner. Right, for the whole in the break, he got there in the break and waited behind the banner. Like he took a beer back there with him and just stood behind it. It's not very wide. And then I went to bring him on. He was closing the show, and he wasn't (laughs) like approaching from where, like where the performance. Oh, you didn't know he was there. I didn't know he was there. And I'm looking around, going, "Where is like where is Eddie?" (laughs) And then he just pops out from like behind and. We just look at each other, and it was one of the, it was a real moment. Like yeah. I was genuinely amazed <laughs> the the commitment to the joke. That's what I, I loved about it is yeah. that he was prepared to stand there for like forty five minutes to an hour just for just to make me go, "Where the hell is this guy, Eddie <laughs> Van?" <laughs> yeah. Do Do you remember your first cranker, Mark? I, I know it was a my, while ago. No,
2: I remember my first cranker hands down because there's a story behind it. Yeah. So Big Al was a host, and Laurie was a feature yeah it was a hot day but the reason i remember it is because big hour has been in my life from sitting on a bus catching a bus to temple college where i went to school on the 401 or maybe 411 through salisbury or parallel i'd hear this laugh at the back of the room right Uh, at the back of the bus and i was like that laugh is amazing and then i went to a friend's 21st birthday and this laugh was at that birthday and i was like oh my god it's crazy right and I so, said, that's the guy from the bus. And then I went, unfortunately I went to a friend's wedding and he did stand up at a friend's wedding. And I was like, that's that guy. And then my first ever booked gig was with Big Out. And I'm like, oh my Lord. But now we're like best mates. But that, that's why I'll never, because I remember walking to the room hearing that laugh and going, holy shit, <laughs> that's a laugh that has been in my life like forever since 13 years old. And then I found out he's my brother. And um, (laughs) we have dinner every Sunday.
1: So, shout out to Big Al. Um, We should say for our Bulgarian listeners, um, Big (laughs) Al is a um, South Australian comedian. He was on Fresh FM, which is a um, a local radio station we have here as well. We're quite big in Bulgaria. Well, he's probably
0: big in Bulgaria as well. (laughs) (laughs) He's got a
2: wild laugh. It's an infectious laugh. Yeah. Yeah. So, I remember that gig very clearly. And I can't even remember if I. Oh! That's right. And I asked Angus Hodge uh, to film it for me. Mm -hmm. And uh, it it must be somewhere. And I remember getting back in the car and hearing this voiceover on the top going, I hate this guy. He's absolute s***. No. And then then him and Dave Campbell just laughing. going, (laughs) Ah, gotcha. I was like, whoa. Who was was it? Who was it? It was both of Angus Hodge and Dave Campbell whispering into the thing. And so then that became a thing where someone said, oh, can you record this for us? And then we'd all whisper "Ah, you suck, you're <laughs> <shit." laughs> like- Um, I had a would
1: you rather.
0: Welcome to, would you <laughs> Instant rather? Instant transition from yeah. us. <laughs>
1: um, would you rather, I kind of know which way you're going to answer this, I think, but um, would you rather be the funniest person in the universe and everyone else not know it or the opposite, everyone else think you're hilarious but you're just n- not that funny? Which one? So you get out on stage and you start just talking and everyone's laughing. They just think what you're doing is brilliant. But you, you're you just like, this isn't funny. But then the opposite is is you actually are a comedy genius, but people just don't get you. And they're, they're like, so, oh. yeah.
0: Just keep in mind, Ross has probably thought of this all week. Take it all week to <laughs> think I've it thought is.
2: about this actually <laughs> for years. <laughs> um, well, depends because if you're asking where we haven't worked and we no one's got any money... And I like money as well. <laughs> like, but at the same time, I guess I'd prefer to genuinely be funny.
0: People might not take you seriously if everything you say they think is funny as well.
2: That's a
1: good point. But see, I get that sometimes. Sometimes I'm being, I think, really serious, <laughs> but like I can be serious sometimes and they just laugh at me. Just whoever I'm talking to, just laugh. Just fl- and I'm like, I'm actually. This is one. This is the one time I'm not joking around. <laughs> no. I, I'm trying to be really sincere and honest. Just laugh. Just flat out laugh, which is kind of funny, I suppose. <laughs> yes.
0: Yeah.
1: What would you do? Oh, oh, you've obviously got to go for substance. I think same as my Like, mm-hmm. be funny, but I think there's um, Happy Gilmore guy.
2: Sandler. What? Adam Sandler.
1: Adam Sandler has a movie about that is it called funny funny people funny people mm. where he kind of is a famous comedian and yeah. everyone just thinks he's hilarious and that's a really good movie actually especially the first half of that movie cuz Jonah Hill and Safarina and they're doing stand up and it's like really good it goes that, for a bit long Eric Banner is in it yeah Eric right, it. and he yeah. writes
2: and they're his writers and there's another one um, I'm dying up here which is a uh, Stan probably which Okay is, talks goes into stand up In the '70s, and the first season is amazing because it's so much about like what we do, like the struggles with what we do, and writing new bits and try and the success and the like the the touring, like when you're sleeping in. Like when everyone thinks it's glorious. It's there's a good not.
1: one as well, a comedian called Peter Holmes. Have you guys no. heard? He's yeah, an he, American guy? Crashing, go- right? Crashing, yeah, yeah, yeah. You've heard of it, Chris. Yeah, I've seen it, yeah. You've seen it? Yeah, That's good. pretty good. That sort of goes through the trials and tribulations of being a stand-up. Because it's he's like re- based on his laugh, right? Yeah, it actually yeah. Ha- yeah. Yeah, he's really funny. I don't think it's on Netflix. It's on uh, Foxtel, I think. Is it?
0: Yeah. Uh, there's one called Marvelous Mrs. Maisel on... Uh, Amazon Prime. It's like about this this woman that like, initially she goes to her husband's stand-up and he's really s***. And then she gets good at it and then gets picked up. Yeah. Is there a joke that you
1: have that doesn't work that you wish it did? (laughs) And if so, what is the joke?
2: I've got some jokes that just don't work. And I know why, because people are very sensitive, especially now. Like, there's going to be material that, even though my material comes from a good place, right, and people know my wife's Aboriginal, my kids, and... There's still some stuff that I think people are going to be like, nah, no, you can't say that anymore. So it has to be a little bit careful. It's going to be a different time. Do you
1: think? Do you think it's actually going to change, or do you think it'll just be like that for a bit and then
2: just become? No, nah, this is. I, I think this is a revolution. I think of uh,
1: political correctness,
2: yeah, yeah. I, and just just equal, like just some sort of equalness as well. Like, you know, people complain about statues or whatever, but you know what? There's one in town there that the dude had a massive part in writing the white policy. Do you know what I mean? Which then affects people now. Like if, if that was me, I'd want that taken down. Like, and what, who, who looks at the statues anyway? Like, they're only used as meeting places. Oh, let's just go meet at this statue. Like, no one actually reads them. But do you know what I mean? Like, I just think there's becoming an equal equilibrium where things are going to even up a little bit, and it's uncomfortable for some people, but it's fair. Like, I don't know. That's what, But I think there's some jokes that people aren't going to be able to do, or and maybe I can't do that people might get offended on behalf of other people, which is always funny.
1: I love it. I love when people get offended on behalf of someone else. It's... Like Personally, I'm not offended, but I know a guy, and so he might be offended.
2: Yeah. <laughs> like I had a gig once where a guy was like, um, are you politically incorrect? And I'm like, I am. So, oh, I love it! Yes, this is going to be amazing. But
1: you're politically incorrect the other
2: way. Yeah, yeah. politically incorrect against white people. And he's yeah. like, could have been a shot. Yeah, he was so pissed at me. He was like, that wasn't funny. And I'm like, you said you wanted politi- political incorrectness. Yeah, but oh, so you wanted me to pick on minorities? That's what you wanted me to do? No, no, I'll pick on. I, I, I punch up champ.
1: We normally ask our guests Mark if they have a favorite board game or card game or video game or something. Do you? What do you play? Anything? So, I'm going to guess what it is. Can I just guess what it is go, before we do it? Go for it. It's some kind of basketball game.
2: <laughs> so NBA. Yeah. Um, what do they
1: call it? Like the two K. Two K. Yeah. Two K twenty. Yeah, that's. I'm.
2: It. I'm. Up to date. Basketball fiend. Yeah. Um. But I'm horrible. At NBA 2K20, but I still play it. It's pretty hard, isn't it? That one. It's like quite
1: lifelike. Yeah, NBA. yeah. yeah. Oh, it's it's... Like it's not like NBA Jam where you just shoot it, <laughs>
2: shoot it from halfway
1: and oh. like occasionally nail so, it. it.
2: It's so technical. Like, yeah. it's just my kids are wild at it, but I, I, I'm. I'll play online. So I give myself one game a day. Like I get my stuff done and I play one game a day online, and I get thrashed every. And I just have to sit there and just cop it, just copper hiding, and I'm like oh now i know what it feels like to be the adelaide crows you just get <laughs> just getting and i can't do anything about it like, but I'm is that like, the way
1: to get better at a game like that no, like I just, kind of just give
2: get beat up and just foul and just be a pest but i do i do like all grand theft auto i just like driving around like like i'm a kid again throw around blowing stuff up
1: did you watch the um the last dance yeah, 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 the Michael Jordan doco or the Chicago Bulls documentary.
2: Yeah, well, essentially it was just a puff piece on Michael Jordan, wasn't it? Like it's just like you know what, you can be great and not be an a. That's what I got out of it. Like, yeah, you were great, but you're also a bit of a jerk as well.
1: Well, I think he was just so competitive; he just wanted to win at any cost. Yeah, and so it didn't. He didn't care if he upset his own team.
2: Yeah. If you put it back into a stand up thing, like I wanna do really well every night. I wanna be the best every night. That's why I go but I'm not gonna put people down or try and intimidate people to be better. Like I'd rather lift the standard so we're all good.
1: Alright, well, yes. well we'll we'll yeah, you know, we'll hit the home stretch. Yeah. Yeah. What are we missing?
0: Is there any segments we need to do? Uh, do have a favorite,
1: Yeah, curry corner. <laughs> Welcome to Curry Corner. Curry Corner. Have you yeah. been eating What's lots of curry? curry? Do you have a go-to curry?
2: Oh, man. Yeah. Curry. Yeah, we love talking. So I, I cooked two curries today. As oh, a matter of, today? So today I cooked two curries. Yeah, there was though. Oh, but do you know one of my uh, biggest pleasures in life is, usually want to do a cranker. There you go. I'm going to guess
1: that? Indian Temptations. Indian have you temptations. said it? Yeah. Yep.
2: Very good. Indian Temptations after almost, Whenever I do a spot at Cranker, because they're open until 3 o'clock in the morning, I go past there, sit down, have a vindaloo, can't run the next day. Can't. <laughs> go to go for a run. Heavy, heavy. Got probably 100 metres down the road and went, you know what, you don't have to run every day. <laughs> if Indian Temptations wants to
1: sponsor this podcast oh with
2: curry. If, if Indian Temptations, oh my, and you're, you're What's your home address? We'll get them to send you something. <laughs> <laughs> <Nah. laughs>
0: Uh, It's on a different level. I got
2: called a racist because, and this was when I was working at Coles, because I said to someone, you know it's good because all the taxi drivers are there at the end of their shifts, and they're like, oh, that's racist. No, it's not. This was a lady who voted for One Nation, so she would know about racism. Expert, yeah. Expert Expert, level. Expert level. (laughs) (laughs) So what's, can I ask you then, what's your favorite, like what's one of your favorite memories of Cranker,
1: there's the first ever gig we did yeah. with uh, Mickey D hosting mm. the hundredth gig, the two hundredth gig, the two fiftieth gig. We've also had like a music night, which was awesome, but we've character had the night character night. We've had some yeah, some theme nights that have been funny. We've just had some random just top nights as yeah. well where like someone in the audience does something funny or like you know, a comedian you know has a funny interaction you know like loads like
2: that um do you have a memory my i've got heaps of good memories because but one night in particular i remember hosting and then the guy from behind the bar come up and said oh can you just make a public service announcement um whoever it was not to (laughs) in the urinal (laughs) and i was like Oh my god! Like that's... like part of me was just so curious about the mechanics of it all. Like, how did you hang it up? Uh, like the just,
1: in, the infamous in the urinal,
2: the, night. In the urinal. night. Like Daryl
1: like, Curley still mentions that. Oh really?
2: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny. That's still my favourite. Yeah, like. I, Why um, did they assume it was someone at the gig? It
1: could have easily been like someone else. We've we've had a few good purple patches with the gig over the years where we do like sort of four gigs or six gigs that are all like really really good yeah yeah. like you know i'm talking like nine out of ten kind of gigs in a row yeah yeah. and when you're in one of those little phases and people just love coming along because if you know just being in a room where people are laughing is like releases endorphins yes and it feels good
2: it's like a good atmosphere it's positive you know yeah if you're gonna if you're gonna run a comedy room in adelaide Right, you probably need to look at the way you've done it by just building it slowly. like Because comedy is all about trust, right? Like You trust that it's going to be a good night. So people come along to Cranker now because they trust it's going to be good. Yeah, there's going to be some loose units on, but for the most part, it's going to be solid acts. We
1: you also know, but- have some really friendly audience members. Yeah. You know, like, so it, it's... It's not just the performers; it's also having a nice audience that allow the um, performers to experiment a bit, and then yeah. you know it's about that trust that you're talking about. So having a nice audience helps as well, obviously. I, well, I reckon that's a good place to leave it, guys. No, <laughs> it's <laughs> really positive. positive. Yeah. Really nice, yeah, hundred yeah. yeah. percent.
0: Also, the people at the bar and nice. The yeah, bar yeah, bartenders are
1: nice. are not it's all it's all fe- it's all feeds into each other, you know.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, I've had the, the bartenders tell me actually they go we get such a different diverse crowd here on a Tuesday like compared to other nights of the week and they can really tell because yeah. it's obviously it's a comedy seeking um, crowd yeah Mark Ryan thank right. you thank
2: Th- you very much thanks for cut that out thank you. <laughs> no, you all right Ray, thank you guys for letting me come and chat no it's been it's been, been, all, it's it's been, been good it's been good fun
0: christopher warman yeah uh you can listen to the crank of comedy podcast on where did you listen to the crank of comedy po- when you did on
2: spotify oh
0: there you go are you from bulgaria by any chance
2: yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's just my vpn so i could get cheap <laughs> yeah because that
0: is the <laughs> other option right someone could have put a vpn on and then uh you can listen to it on spotify yes yes you can, and apple podcasts and you can listen to it on facebook which is pretty fun and other places
1: um and we do actually just like the live gig there is a donation link um if you click just under this on paypal you can leave a donation for any amount that you want i know it's crazy 34 cents leave a donation rock my world (laughs) wow
0: you've never said that one before no um paypal.me forward slash cranky comedy